On this episode of Dear Teenage Conservatives, I talk a little about about my life and steer away from the politics a little bit for this episode. All this coming up on this episode of Dear Teenage Conservatives. So I wanted to make this episode more to just tell you guys, the listeners of my podcast, um, more about me as a person. Uh, I was thinking about it the other day when I had some ideas of a podcast to make. And I was just thinking to myself, I kind of jumped into podcasting um, without telling you guys much about me or my interests or who I really am. And I just thought that was kind of strange how my first episode was just boop, right into the thick of it. Um, So I wanted to make this episode just more of a summary of who I am and what I kind of want you guys, as my listeners, to know about me. Um, so the first thing, my name, it's Austin DeLorme. Um, I grow up in Rochester, New York, born and raised. Um, parents are both from here. And I kind of have always lived in this middle class family, like a lot of other people in Rochester suburbs. Um, I've had a very good life. I feel like I've had a lot of good opportunities. I'm very thankful for my parents making sacrifices um, so I could always do what I wanted to do. Um, I mean, at school, I'm my student council uh, president for my grade. Um, And I'm just very involved um, in the political scene. I don't like to, uh, I know I was going to say for this episode, I don't really want to focus on the politics of it, but over the last couple of years, that has become a big part of my life. And I feel like it has become a big part of my life because of experiences and different things that have happened in my life that have exposed me to public life of kind of wanting to serve others, um, to help people. I mean, I know, um, uh, not many people know this, um, my grandfather, I mean, he, um, was in a union and kind of served others and wanted to help workers in that aspect. And I think that kind of was always something in the back of my mind of, you know, I really want to help people too, kind of like he did. I know my grandmother, um, she, also was a teacher, and she was in the union, and she fought to protect workers, too, and it's kind of been in almost a family bloodline of people who just want to serve others, and I think ever since I was young, I just always had this, like, yearning of just wanting to give back. Um, I've always been an advocate. I've always been someone that speaks up I just remember one time when I was in elementary school. God, I can't remember how old I was. I had to have been in probably fourth or fifth grade. And there was always this rumble with kids in my school about school food and how it was not always the best when uh, it was getting served to us. And I remember one time uh, a couple other kids and me found, as disgusting as this may sound, hair in our school lunch and 
something went off in me. I just kind of snapped and was like, you know, this is not right. This is not the way it's supposed to be. And got home that night from school. said to my mom, hey, I got to look some stuff up tonight. I was like, I'll get my homework done. Uh, but I really want to do something. She's like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, well, I'll, I'll tell you later. I got my homework done that night. I, after that, I got online, started going on my uh, computer, was looking up all these laws and regulations <laughs> from the state about health codes in school cafeterias. And that night, wrote up a letter, sent it out the next day, and got a response back from my uh, superintendent about school lunches. And I think that honestly was the start of my kind of like, I don't want to say public service, because I'm not a public servant. I more think of it as just helping people. But my kind of start of being introduced to what it feels like to finally say that you're civically responsible, that you did something for your community that no one else wanted to do. And as stupid as it might sound and as minuscule as it might be, I felt ever since that day that I made a little bit of a difference. And ever since then, whether it's been an issue at our school with the dress code or a policy that was put in place for a weird reason, I've been the first person to speak up um, in the room. I've always made my opinion heard since then, even if uh, people like it or not. <laughs> and that has kind of been me at school and the kind of political side of things. Um... I'm also in my school at Model UN and Debate Club, <laughs> kind of self-explanatory why I'm into those uh, activities. And outside of school, I work for uh, campaigns during election season. Uh, I talk to many local elected officials about issues that are important to me and other people. And yeah, that is kind of... Um, big wrap of my kind of public life, what a lot of people know me for personally, whether it's friends or family. Um, but I kind of want to talk about my personal life a little bit too. So, I mean, kind of said I was born and raised in Rochester, New York to parents. Um, I'm very close with my mom. She kind of raised me as a single mother growing up and I always looked up to her for being that strong person that I've kind of always been idolizing my through my life kind of just seeing that she was able to do everything that she wanted to do even if times were tough or she needed to make sacrifices and I think that's kind of given me this moral this moral compass in a way kind of she showed me that it doesn't matter what people say, you can still do what you want, and you can do it good. And I took that lesson to heart. Um, my parents separated when I was really, really young, so they've never really been together. And <laughs> people ask me, oh, was it hard when they separated? I'm like, uh -huh. barely even uh, knew that it happened. Uh, like, I, I wasn't cognitive of it, so it's 
kind of been normal for me in that aspect. So it was never really hard growing up having parents that were separated. Because um, you get used to it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my uh, personal life. And I've told you about my public life. And uh, I feel like that's a good summary of myself. Um, I also got some questions from friends <laughs> of stuff that they wanted to know about me and that uh, they thought other people should know on the podcast. So I wanted to kind of read some of those and answer those more broadly for you guys. So the first big question a lot of my friends had was what I wanted to be when I grew up. So when I was younger, actually, I went through a couple phases. My first one was I wanted to be a veterinarian. And I always liked animals when I was a kid, so I always wanted to like help animals later in life. And that was kind of my uh, mindset then. Um, but then there was like a two or three year period in elementary school where I really wanted to be a pilot. And I was super interested in it, and I, like, was, whenever I'm interested in something, I, like, dive deep, really deep into it. So I would just, like, figure out all this stuff about, like, how to be a pilot and what pilots do all the time. And it was really cool for me just to kind of have this outlet of something to look into. Um, And then in late um, elementary school, probably to now... I've always wanted to, like, just get into politics, just kind of help my community any way that I can. Um, That has kind of been my mindset now, like, what I want to be when I grow up, I mean, then and now. Um, The next question that I got was my favorite color. So, my favorite color is blue. Um, A lot of my clothing's blue. A lot of my things are blue. My room's blue. (laughs) Um, I just find it a really calming color. And I feel like it just kind of puts me at ease when I see it. Um, the next one my one friend gave me was, what is your favorite place that you've been to? So, me personally, I I traveled a lot when I was younger um, around the U.S. with my family and my grandparents. Um, but honestly, I would have to say, uh, in the U.S., my favorite place is probably the Badlands. Um out west, it's near the Dakotas, and the scenery was just really pretty, and it was calming, it was beautiful, you could literally drive for miles and miles, and you just saw the countryside, and there was nothing there, it was just nature, and I thought that was so beautiful, um, but favorite place I've ever been to, um, is actually Quebec City, um, we went on a field trip, um, with my school for French class, and, I don't know, it was just, it was such a surreal experience, just going with all my friends, and, I mean, we walked around, um, old Quebec, and we went tubing, and we went sightseeing, and we really just learned the culture of Quebec, and we got to practice our French a little, and I thought it was really cool, because also we went in winter, and I'm a huge winter person, I love the snow, I love anything cold, (laughs) and, it was just a lot of sights to see, and that was really cool for me, um, just being able, because I'm a big sightseer, like, I would rather sit there, look at something, think about it, than go do 50 million things in one day, I like being able to, like, sit there and just, like, 
absorb everything uh, before I leave and do something else. <laughs> the next one is, what is a conspiracy theory that I believe in? So, I don't know if I'd call this a conspiracy as much as it's kind of like something that a lot of people think, but like, when it comes to aliens, like, I totally believe that there has to be aliens out there somewhere. Or they're not even aliens, but there has to be life beyond just us. I mean, our universe is so big and so large. Like, there's almost no possibility that there's not something out there. Like, how is it that humans could be the only thing in a world, in a universe like ours, this big, that we're the only ones that are this advanced? Like, there has to be something else out there. And... I don't know if I'd call it a conspiracy theory, but I definitely believe that there's more than just human life out there. Um, the next one is, do I have any pets? Um, I do. I have a dog. His name's Gus. He's a red bone coon hound, and he is very needy. <laughs> he loves attention, and of course I have to give it to him, because he's my little baby. Um, and the last one that I got was my most vivid memory. This one's hard. I mean, I try to think of my most vivid memory. Probably, I would have to say going on vacations when I was younger. This kind of ties into my um, places I've been. Um, just having that like on the road mentality of traveling around the U.S. and just not really knowing where you're going as you're not stop, not knowing where you're staying for the night, just being free, um, doing what you want in the moment, and having fun with it. And I feel like I just had a lot of good memories with my family, just traveling in our RV, going cross-country and coming back, and just doing a lot of fun things. I mean, I know it's not a specific memory, but one of those things that I will just never get out of my head, just that feeling of freedom and traveling, which I think is very unique to the U.S. specifically because we are such a huge country. I mean, if you go up to New England, we have um, a lot of hills and valleys and the seaside, or if you go out west, there's the plains and there's beautiful places like the Badlands, or if you Go down south, you can get the swamp country, and you can go to Florida and go to the beach, and then drive inland and have a nice dinner on the town. I mean, it's such a cool experience. I think uh, living in the U.S. that we are very blessed to have the things that we have that make our country so unique and special to us. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Dear Teenage Conservatives. I loved kind of being able to open up with you guys and tell you guys a little bit more about myself. I know when I started this, I kind of skipped over it and didn't think it was that important, but I feel like now as the podcast is growing a little bit, it would be cool for you guys to know who I am and more about me. So that is my kind of recap of myself. Thank you all again listening to this episode of Jerry Teenage Conservatives. Um, if you want to, go to my Instagram or go on to uh, my website on podserve.fm and check out more episodes. But yeah, thank you all for listening. This is me signing off.